You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hello, this is James Frubble with Market Scale and the Point of Scale Retail Technology Podcast. I'm here with my colleague, Melissa Gonzalez. Melissa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. We're here in New York City at NRF 2023. We're on our final day. It's been a tremendous show. Great speakers, great exhibitors, a little bit cold, but other than that, a wonderful show. Melissa, how has NRF been for you this year? It's been a great show. It's great to see all the energy back, especially after last year, which was just a fraction of what we're seeing today. Um, you know, like do I have my podcast with Market Scale Retail Refined? So I always love to check in on people that I've interviewed on the show, how they evolved. Uh, there are some that are uh, displaying some really exciting new features. Um, and then I think thematically, there's a lot of interesting takeaways um, from the show. Oh, I agree, um, both on the energy and the takeaways. The theme for the show was breakthrough. There's definitely a feeling of post-pandemic breaking through, that retail as an industry is really turning the corner from the reactionary time of the pandemic. Yeah, and what I think is exciting is like, I feel like we went from a balance of physical digital, really went, leaned into digital, I think with like a little bit of forgetting about physical, and I, I feel like an equilibrium or a balance back at the show where there's conversations really about the customer as a whole, online, offline, the complete journey, um, and and solving some plain points. And when you talk about breakthrough, I think AI is a big part of that conversation. Agreed, agreed. Technology has been a massive focus here at the show. It's obvious from some of the exhibitors. Has there been a conversation, an exhibitor, a panel that has really uh, been impactful for you or uh, you've had a great takeaway from during the show? Yeah, there's been a number of them. I think fit tech is an area where I'm excited about because it, it's been talked about for so long and the data hasn't been great and people haven't trusted that they can really find that fit. But I think we're at a, a point where a couple of things are happening. One, there's more critical mass of data and the way in which a lot of the fit companies are doing it is understanding like fighting my fit twin and how do things fit you and right, just, versus just matching you to a brand. So I think fits really interesting, the way it's showing up in the dressing room, um, the way it's showing up just even on the main floor when you think about companies like Volumental who's doing uh, fit for shoes and footwear. Um, I also think a lot of the, com- I've had a lot of conversations with companies that are joining forces in really creative ways and leveraging each other's technology, which I think is really exciting, where you have some that have enabled endless aisle or style recommendations, other have enabled fit, and then others bring it into the client telling aspect and really like bringing an ecosystem together where it's a holistic um, impact for the consumer uh, at a point of discovery all the way through to get you through that purchase point and then post-purchase right. continuing that conversation. So it's been exciting to see how a lot of these companies are starting to mastermind together. Couldn't agree more, uh, and I think that speaks to also that theme of we're, we're not reacting anymore in retail, we're being more proactive. There's a focus on innovation, on partnership. Everyone was playing everything just a little close to the chest during pandemic, I mean, for no bad reasons, sure. right? Yeah. But uh, definitely that has come through. And uh, for me, I love seeing, especially with that tone of uh, the balance of physical and e-com retail kind of reestablishing itself the show, I've loved how many back-of-store exhibitors that I've seen at the show this year. Just phenomenal to see the 
behind the curtain uh, geniuses that really make retail possible in stores, uh, having a presence at NRF. And I hope that is a trend that we see continue year after year. Yeah, I feel like that's been really underestimated. Um, the role of the associates, mm -hmm. right, and empowering them and back house is included in that. But then also, have you seen this proliferation of adoption of flexible fulfillment? So whether it's ship from store, uh, you know, buy online, pick up in store, discover and buy in store, logistics for back to house are critical to making those seamless and, and effective experience. Agreed. You couldn't agree more. The other thing I would say, Melissa, is that I have really found that I think the exhibitors are showing a very retailer-centric focus on their exhibits really empowering the retailer, which at the end of the day is to the benefit of the consumer because the retailer knows their own consumer best. I think again, back in the pandemic, everyone was trying to solve those, uh, those problems that were happening in the industry from a big picture standpoint. It seems like we can be more granular with our focus on each retailer and focus on the solutions that fit those specific retailers rather than a one fit all uh, kind of solution uh, for whatever problem you're looking to solve in retail. No, absolutely. I mean, I think there's like a tiered approach. So some are going to be a little bit more plug and play kind of solution and a bot. But as you said, the, especially the more uh, developed the brand or retailer, you know, um, or, or sophisticated systems they have in house or things to integrate with, they'll have more data points as well to help inform, okay, how do we really satisfy the customer we're going after? But I also think that leans into how we're starting to get a little closer to to personalization as well. You know, I did um, Perfect Corp. Um, I did the face scan. They've, they, people have known them for years of virtually putting on lipstick and being able to try on jewelry. Um, but now they have this really immersive skin analysis and it went through all my zones. It was very humbling. Um, but to get that personalized approach what my skin needs, what your skin needs is not the same thing. Right. right? We, and we both might have like a similar circumstance but for different reasons mine might be hydration you might be another thing and so to be able to drill in in that way too with insights both to the retailer and to the consumer i think that's where you start to get real dif dif differentiation and the experiences that are being created couldn't agree more any closing thoughts you'd like to uh capture before uh yeah. We head out from the show. I'm excited. I mean, I will say this. I was a little fatigued with all the metaverse conversation last year and um, all the like, that's where the world is going. It's nice to see an equilibrium start to come back, but understand that they're all connected and experiences. And we as consumers are going to interact across all of them at any point. And so what I'm excited about is the conversations that are happening that are a little bit more collaborative about, okay, how do we think of the customer from a holistic lens and how to best serve them and meet them at the different touch points, but understand it's still a holistic journey for them. Absolutely. Be sure to check out Melissa Moore on Retail Refined, her podcast. You can find it on marketscale.com. Once again, I'm James Preble for MarketScale. Thank you for joining us from NRF 2023. Thank you. So our clients trying to, I think, upgrade the content they're showing something really interactive, but a little more than that is, is really targeting right content in store um, where the customer is shopping. So for example, if customers just shopping for specific sweater, he might want to see oh, who's wearing it, what athlete it was wearing in Travis Matthew case. Um, with L'Occitane, for example, if you got the cashier, you're going to see video wall behind the cashier. People are waiting, they are there and they are, you know, trying to, to, to check out 
they're promoting other count, other other videos, other content that they might have not seen when they're, you know, browsing the stores. That could be an upsell. Oh, I didn't see that product, you know. Um, so I train really trying to focus on content. And again, very simple, but having a solution that works. A lot of customers that we meet at NRF and a lot of customers we have met at NRF have a solution that just don't work. Um, solution that where you have black screens and what ending up, you know, having in store is really something that doesn't work. And it's not only upgrading the experience, it's downgrading the experience. For sure. That's really important. Yeah. So it's like dead real estate when that happens. So exactly. the future, like what are you excited about in the next three to five years? In digital signage? Yeah. Um, I'll be excited to be able to target that the real challenge is targeting the right content for the right person being on a specific spot. I think it's a challenge uh, being able to adapt the content based on the customer needs. So really defining what this customer wants and showing the right content to that customer. Because right now it's very broad what we show on the screen. I mean, of course, on the product, in a store, in a corner, et cetera. But I think that will be a good challenge job in the next couple of years, making sure a customer gets the right content in front of them on the screen. Are you able to learn anything? Like, is it understanding that people are interacting and they're captivated, dwell time, are you collecting any animals? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and on the stores that we have, we know that people spend more time. I mean, we can see it here. For sure. I mean, people are standing around here for um, 10, 15 minutes, and there's a lot here to see. I mean, uh, a lot of captivated by then. Yeah. So, um, and then the real question is over the next two, three years is how it depends on the target audience. You know, you've got different demographics, you know, um, and through COVID, a lot of adoption of different technologies has become more commonplace, right? So, um, my 86 year old father orders his groceries online. Yeah. He didn't do that. So I think what we're going to see is people getting more comfortable with like the um, the automated attendance where they can go and get information. They're going to be more comfortable doing things with technology. And, and it's amazing to me how quickly, and then it'll be the devil that my kids' generation oh, do it. it. My kid, my daughter's seven. And if the full, first of all, a landline is like 10 more. They don't know what those are. My, and... For my mobile phone, if FaceTime's not on, she thinks it's broken. Yeah. If it's not a real phone call, I can't see them. So it will be, I think, obviously, business is targeting teens. They're going to have to change. Uh, the 20-somethings, they, they think differently than I did. They don't want to talk to somebody. If I want to freak my 25-year-old, I say, go and talk to that person. Yeah, pick up the phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't want to do it. And, and now, do they need to do it? Yes. Yeah. But their preference is to go and deal with something that would be automated. For sure. So that's a good point. So like Alpha and Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, well, I love that we're still, I mean, like you said, people are standing behind, captivated, recording it. Yeah. Really intrigued by it. It's really early stages, but um, I will continue to watch. The audience will continue to watch, see what's happening with Hypervision. Thank you so much for talking. To You're me. welcome. Thank you, Melissa. Um, and we are an AI company. We use machine learning. So we do, and the machine learns itself, uh, but then we do also what we call assisted learning. So we're able to um, uh, take a uniform of an employee and train the machine to recognize that as an employee's uniform. And then that way we are able to identify in the video 
uh, the machine is, who the uniform employee is versus a customer. So given that, we can do things like measuring customer engagement. Uh, we can do the associate customer ratio on the floor. Um, a lot of really cool stuff. Even, you know, is there a customer or an associate in an unauthorized place in the store, yeah. in the back room, so forth. Uh, so I think what we're bringing that is exciting to me, and I have probably 30 years of store leading store operations for The Gap, for American Eagle, Ralph Lauren, consulting. So it's a passion of mine, a brick and mortar. And I would say this year in particular at NRF, I'm hearing such an interest in raising awareness, uh, providing tools for the associates in the store that will create better value for them and better value for the customers. And I haven't heard that in a long time. It's been all about .com. Yeah. So there's a lot of interest in video computer vision for physical spaces because that's the one place where you just don't have your eyes. You know your econ business. You have that data every minute of every day. Um, so we're able to provide very similar data to brick and mortar locations, which is empowering. Um, and so those store teams are excited to be able to understand what's happening in their store, how to allocate their labor in the most efficient way, uh, because there is a lot of pressure on productivity right now. So I'm excited to be able to bring that to them uh, in real time. We, because all shoes are made differently and shoe labels, size labels are pretty unreliable, even within brands, not to mention like across brands. Um, we want to see which shoes are going to fit your style of foot the best. So we click the footwear tab here and then we wait for the recommendations to come up. Oh, someone's already, someone's already, I'm going to just go to like uh, road running shoes and then we'll just look at that. And so it says like the Brooks Hyperion in a size six, but a six and a half, but a six and a half in, in the New Balance. And as we scroll through, so these are ranked by sort of order of best fit for you. And you can see kind of like the fit visualization where they're going to be loose or tight, depending on um, and which one you should have. have use cases. So if I wanted out correct, or if I wanted correct, after. we can um, whichever retailer. So we do, we just rolled out 500 plus stores with red wing boots, for instance. So they might ask you, you know, are you a plumber or an electrician? Do you work indoors or outdoors? And then you're, you're just screening by, they have a different set of filters for their, their footwear. At Fleet Feet, you know, do you run road or trail and on and on. So it's basically all set up by what the customer needs it to be filtered by. But yeah, so. So before we go, like what's, what's the future? Like what are you excited about where this tech can go in the next few years? Oh, well, there's a lot of things. So number, I guess I'll do them in order. What, number one is, so this is kind of a high touch environment. So our best and first use cases was with sort of fit specialist type of retail stores like the Fleet Beats and the, and the Red Wings who are really fit obsessed and they give a high touch uh, experience in the store. We're also rolling out a sort of a self-service experience. So the person can go into a store that's maybe an outlet environment or a hybrid where the, the, the store staff is vastly outnumbered by the customer. So the customers can come in through a different user interface, a different flow. They can sort of self-select like what category they're looking for. They can scan their feed and they can get a recommendation. They can shoot a QR code and they can walk around the store, ask a clerk, can you give me this shoe or that shoe based on the size recommendations or they can take it home and order online. So that's yeah. self sort of um, shopper led journeys right. and, and, uh, and the vast array of stores that, that aren't really one-to-one -one service. Yeah, there's plenty that want to be able to control their own experience yeah. or an adventure. So that's a, big, that's a big next step. Um, also mobile scanning. So we're about to, um, we're in beta right now with some 
uh, big customers that are, we're designing the final touches on our mobile scanning. So then you can, if you're on a website and you haven't been in a store yet and you want to scan, you can with like two shots on your mobile phone, wow. quickly get the scan and start shopping with, you know, that the same kind of data. Mm -hmm.